G'day mate, 40 here. So, it's 90 degrees outside and I was just out for a walk and uh, I'd done about 2400 steps and I, I take a, a sudden walk on my right because there's like some awkward people up ahead. So, I take this sudden walk and I'm listening to an audible book. I'm listening to the 25, 25th anniversary edition of The Making of the Atomic Bomb by Richard Rhodes. Like, great stuff. And, and here's the context. Passover begins in eight days. So eight days of Passover. I'm going to get so much face-to-face -face human contact. I don't need to sweat it tonight, right? If I, if I don't make it to yoga tonight, if I don't make it to a 12-step meeting tonight, if I don't go to a Torah class tonight, if I don't go to some kind of meetup or go to a sports bar or, or you know, push myself to, you know, spend some awkward time with some awkward awkward friend or acquaintance it's fine because i got my books and my poetry to protect me so i take this sudden right and, and i go past these five mexican tree trimmers who are sitting in the shade and i nod at them because i'm an amiable happy dude then up ahead is this young girl and she's got this this bag of her stuff that looks like a, a robot so it's like a robot bag with all her stuff in it and she's giving it to a fat guy behind a Prius who's putting it into the back of a Prius. And then this young woman walks up to the kid and she's trailed by another fat guy who looks like the, the first fat guy. All right. And then suddenly I just start thinking, you know, what would happen if my life merged with this woman? She's not, you know, she's not hideous. Like she, she's above average in looks. She, she seems to be about 30 years of age. And, and I just start musing like, what if my life merged with her life and we ended up looking after kids together and we have the in-laws over and my time is no longer my own and uh, she's pushing me to work harder and make more money and you know get the plumber over and to fix this and I'd just be another dad. And as I, I'm walking right past her, I, I smell her deodorant and it smells so familiar. It's one of those you know brands that, that everyone you know, users. And uh, so, you know, I probably, I probably slept with a dozen women who use this type of deodorant, right? And, and I smell the deodorant and I think about what would happen if my life merged with her life, if my life merged with an ordinary woman's life. And I, I started building up an ordinary, ordinary world. And, and I'm smelling the deodorant and I'm thinking, this smells like mediocrity. Like, why would I want to have a wife and kids if that's going to shortchange the amount of time that I get to spend with you doing these amazing live streams and this intense connection that we have? Like, I, I tell, tell my sponsees, there's no recovery without building human bonds, without connection. So as I was talking to a sponsee, like, I gave him the assignment, like, where do you get the energy to overcome your addiction. And he talks, oh, it's with higher power. And, you know, I say these prayers and, and I, I do my 12-step my work and, and I, I pray and I, I meditate. And, and then I said, what do you think I'm going to tell you? All right, what do you think I'm going to tell you about where to get energy? And he says, uh, from my higher power? Like, no, I've never said you get energy from a higher power. You get energy from your connections with other people. Like what Elliot Blatt and Glib Medley and I have is incredibly energizing. Like 
Elliot's getting a charge out of this. Gleb Medley's getting a charge out of this. We're all inspired. We're creating a shared reality together. And then, what do I tell him? Um, uh, I talked to him about uh, uh, entrainment. That you, you know, we, we, that when you create the shared reality with someone else, rhythmic entrainment. And I said, "What do you think rhythmic entrainment means?" My sponsor he goes, "Oh, uh, I don't know." I said, "Have a go, have a go, mate. What, what do you think rhythmic means?" And it's like you know, you're taking turns. That there, there's like a rhythm to your interactions. Like, yeah. Then what do you think entrainment means? Oh, I don't know. Or just going by the sound of it, you know, what do you think entrainment means? All right, what's the definition? All right, it's like uh, somehow you're, you're, you're building something together. So entrainment refers to characteristic interactions between brain rhythms. So it's the coupling of two independent oscillatory systems so that their periods of oscillation become related by virtue of phase alignment. Now, isn't that perfectly clear? So what we are doing right now, we are getting energy because we're on the same page, right? We're creating a shared reality. And as we build this shared reality, right? I say something, you say something, I respond to what you say, you respond to what I say, you respond to my title. It, it uh, reminds you of this great Duran Duran song, right? This is also, this is also rhythmic entrainment, guys, right? Like two in, independent oscillatory systems, your oscillatory system, my oscillatory system. Right, we are coupled in such a way that our periods of oscillation become related by virtue of phase alignment. Isn't that the, just the most incredible thing ever? And so there's no recovery from addiction if you don't get on the same page with other people, if you don't start building rhythmic entrainment, if you start, don't start bonding with other people, start you know, connecting with others. That's where energy comes from. That's the primary source of energy. It's not caffeine. It's not modafinil. Like I asked Sponsy, like, where do you get your energy? He's like, oh, eating right, getting enough sleep. You know, I said to him, what can you do to get, get more energy? He said, oh, get, you know, more sleep, better sleep, you know, eat better, don't eat junk food, you know, be, be more judicious with my use of caffeine, you know, get exercise. You know, I guess those things are all good. But the primary source of energy is getting on the same page with other people, connecting with other people, bonding with other people, building shared realities with other people, right? When you build a shared reality with other people that not just bonds you to others, but you also produce an ethic, right? We were raised by particular people who taught us particular folk ways. So I was raised in Australia. I was raised to think if you're not Aussie, you know, you're nothing. And then I came over here at 11 and, and became an American patriot and became accustomed to the American way of life. And so either the American or the Australian ways of life, those are the two ways of life that, that are the most comfortable to me. And, and other ways of life, such as the French or the German, just seem distinctly inferior. That's what's normal, natural. And if you do this moderately, even even healthy, right? That, that there are certain, certain ways of living that are just normal and natural. And so you build bonds with other people, right? Whenever I meet an Australian in America, I just feel this immediate bond. When I went back to Australia, I felt you know, much more connected to, to other people who I was just passing on the street or, you know, meeting, meeting on a bus, right? So that bond always produces then an ethic, right? A, a morality comes out of that bond. And so all the other forms of morality, they're weak. They don't stand up. They don't last. They may be amazing in theory. Like, 
Aristotelian ethics, the ethics of Thomas Aquinas, my monody and ethics, the, the, the ethical values of Orthodox Judaism, the ethical values of Orthodox Christianity, uh, Platonist ethics, uh, the ethics of the fully realized man, David Data is the way of the superior man. All right, there are all these ethical theories, all right? But really, the only ethics that matter are the ethics that naturally come from your bonds with other people. Everything else is intellectual masturbation. Now, there are some extraordinary people who, you know, may read about ethics or learn ethics from, from a religion or, or from a philosophy and and that has some real world effect. But for 99% of people, the only ethics that matter are the ethics they develop as a result of the bonds that they build. And we primary, primarily build bonds to family. Then if we have room left over after building bonds to family and relatives, then we add on friendships. If we hardly have any bonds to family and relatives, then we add on a whole ton of friendships. And uh, we may even convert to another religion to, to build bonds. So that, that, that's what it all boils down to, right? If you're addicted to, to pornography, if you're addicted to masturbation, if you're addicted to marijuana or to alcohol or to drugs, to under-earning, to debting, to, to food, there's no recovery without building shared realities with other people, without getting that human, human connection. And that's where energy comes from. And you need energy to overcome your default patterns particularly if your default patterns are not serving you. So I was out there in the 90 degree temperatures, like listening to the making of the atomic bomb. And I just got this like three second fantasy about what would happen if my life merged with this, you know, young woman, right? And she was not hideous looking, all right? She, she was above average. And uh, I wasn't thinking lustfully about her. I just, I just got that. That smell, it reminded me of all, all these other women that I'd been with. And it was like, it was the smell of secular homes. There's such a big difference between a religious home and a secular home. Like you walk into a religious home and there are, there are icons and there are, you know, there's religious art. There are all these, these visual cues about the transcendent, all right? It kind of gives you a sense of, of the world beyond the mundane. And then you walk into a secular home and there's, there's not that, there's not all these, you know, rocket ships to, to another world. It's just, you know, very comparatively, you know, mundane and this world centered. And, and this deodorant that I smelled, you know, reminded me of the, you know, the dozen women that I've been with who have secular homes. And it was perfectly comfy. There were even moments of extreme pleasure, God forbid. And there were frequently very nice people, and they were often, you know, superior to me in many, many different, different ways. And they were a source of solace. They were, they were, they were a port in a storm for me. Uh, some of them, I, I probably met them when they were really depressed, <laughs> and so they, you know, they, they embraced forty for for a few months. But uh, overall, it was it was the smell of mediocrity, like. I smelled that deodorant on a dozen women before that, that I, I've been with. I, I don't need this mediocrity. I don't need this secular mediocrity. I want the transcendent. All right? All right? And so 
On the other hand, you know, I built walls. Right? Maybe I'm just rationalizing walls that I've built. I built a fortress deep and mighty that none may penetrate. I have no need of friendship because friendship causes pain. It's laughter and it's loving. I disdain. I am a rock. I am an island. Well, that, that's old 40, okay? So, so I'm graduating. I'm graduating from that to... Uh, did you see Tiger Woods today? How exciting was that? Shot one under par. He's just, what, three or four strokes off the leaderboard? What a tremendous comeback for, for Tiger Woods. <sighs> Look, I won't cry for yesterday. There's an ordinary world somehow I have to find. And as I try to make my way to the ordinary world, I will learn to survive. Papers in the roadside tell of suffering and greed. Fear today, forget tomorrow. Ooh, here beside the news of holy war and holy need. Owls is just a little sorrow talk. All right, Duran Duran, ordinary world. So, yeah, um, assignment. Like, write about what gives you strength, energy, power. Like, who doesn't need more strength, energy, and power in your life? And how have you been able to connect with that in the past? And what can you do to connect to more of it? And the answer is that all human connection, human bonding, creating a shared reality, rhythmic entrainment. Bye-bye.